This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the solemnity of the Epiphany of the Lord, 2018. We know that we live in a very dangerous world. Whenever you go into public places these days, there seems to be an ever-growing amount of signage and announcements warning us to be vigilant. See it, say it, sorted is one of the mantras that I hear a lot on public transport. We see notices telling us not to abuse public servants, verbally or physically. We have to be told to let people off the train first, to not push others or act in a way that causes a disturbance to others. All of which indicates that Britain seems to have become ruder and more aggressive. It's bewildering that we should have to be told these things, yet evidently we do. And then there are the terrible acts against people's dignity and life, the murders that have taken place over the last two weeks at least, at the time when we've all been celebrating the birth of the Prince of Peace. Certain sectors of the media would have us believe things have never been so bad. Yet the world into which our Lord was born was actually far more brutal and aggressive than ours is. The astonishing fact about the visit of the Magi is that God allowed his son to be exposed to a disbelieving, cynical and dangerous world. The wise men represented all the nations of the earth, all of us. God is made known for the first time on earth to men who were possibly pagans. Now, outwardly, their journey was over. They'd reached their goal. But at this point, they'd begun a new journey, an inner pilgrimage, which changed their whole lives. The mental picture of the infant king they were expecting to find must have been very different. They'd stopped at Jerusalem specifically in order to ask King Herod how to find the promised king who had been born. They didn't receive a very helpful answer, but instead they were given a sign, a light, a star. Probably they knew the great prophets of Israel foretelling a king who would be intimately united with God, a king who would restore order to the world, acting for God and in his name. But the new king was quite unlike the one they had been expecting. In this way they had to learn that God is not as we usually imagine him to be. This was where their inner journey began. It started at the very moment when they knelt down before this child and recognised him as the promised king. There they had to change their ideas about power, about God, about man, and, so, and in so doing, they also had to change themselves. Now they were able to see that God's power is not like that of the powerful of this world. God's ways are not as we imagine them or as we might wish them to be. Going into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. This isn't a distant story that took place a long time ago. It's with us now, here in the Mass and in the Sacred Host. He is present before us and in our midst. As at that time, so now too, 
he is mysteriously veiled in a sacred silence, as at that time it is here that the true face of God is revealed. He is present now as he was in Bethlehem. He invites us to that inner pilgrimage which is called adoration, because this is a great need that we indeed all have. Without adoration, man would not be able to express his true nature, which is to be dependent upon his creator. Perhaps we've lost this appetite. Perhaps we've failed to adore Jesus sufficiently in our lives and within the life of the church. One of the difficulties that non-Christian people have with our religion is that they see we profess faith in a God who humbled himself to this extent that we see manifest in the story of the Nativity. But this is precisely the point. We have a God who is not afraid to humble himself for us, to show us weakness, so that his weakness may be our strength. This is why the Christian faith is the true one, because God is not afraid to make himself small and thus show himself to be great by being small and to show us also how to be great by humbling ourselves. The wise men arrived by the light of the star. This is a symbol of faith. Without the light of that star, they would have been lost. Without following the light of faith, we too will go astray and be lost. Without the light that comes from Bethlehem, we will feel lost in the morass that we find around us. It's his birth alone that can bring order out of the violence and aggression we experience and which provides the warmth and illumination to help us continue, as did the Magi. Mary is another kind of star. The Church calls her Stella Maris, Stella Matutina, Stella Orientalis. These are just some of her titles. Because she showed the Magi our Saviour, we ask that she fill us with something of her wondrous faith, to be bearers of the mystery of the Incarnation, and wherever that faith leads us. Let us pray. O God, who on this day revealed your only begotten Son to the nations by the guidance of a star, grant in your mercy that we who know you already by faith may be brought to behold the beauty of your sublime glory. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.